0: Hello everyone, I'm your host, Charlie, and welcome to the very first episode of the Heavy Machinery of the World Wars. Today we will be talking about the first ever modern tank, known as the Little Willy Landship. Now, the Little Willy Landship didn't really look anything like a modern day tank, like you may think of. It basically looked like a giant box with two tracks on the sides. Didn't really look anything like a tank, or really anything, and... Sort of looked like a giant water cooler on wheels, which is part of the reason that it got the name tank. It was a water tank. It, the other part was that engineers would spread the rumor that the tanks would be used to carry water to the uh, troops on the, in the trenches. So they would call them tanks anytime they would be talking to each other or over the radio or really anything. It would also go on to be called land caterpillars, although it doesn't really make sense to me because caterpillars are just, it's a caterpillar, which caterpillars already live on land, they don't live on water, or really, in the sky. It'd be pretty crazy if there were giant caterpillars flying through the sky. <laughs> but anyway, so the reason they didn't just call them the land ship, like in its official name, would be the Germans would hear that, oh, landship, so at the time ships were really big, they had massive cannons, so you would think of, oh, it's a ship on wheels that would be able to attack our defenses, so they might have been able to prepare a stronger defense, or so they could make tank traps, or put in more field guns, and I don't really know because it didn't happen, but they could have put weapons and supplies and traps and everything that could have been able to stop the tanks so that is the so that's the reason that the um engineers wouldn't talk it, about it when they call they wouldn't call it a well they wouldn't call it a tank when they talk about it but let's just let's go and back up a little bit so in world war one the new style of trench warfare caused hundreds of deaths so when you would try to capture an enemy trench They would probably not be very successful, and if they even made it to the Trench, they would sometimes be forced to uh, be in hand-to-hand combat and things like that, and it wasn't a good thing. So, if they made it to the Trench, they would be either killed or would be stretched so thin because they were killed by the um, enemy machine gunners, they would just not be able to put up a good fight, and and then die. So that that was a little dark, but it it was what would happen. So in 1915, Winston Churchill saw the need for an armored vehicle that could cross the cross no man's land, and if you don't know what no man's land is, it was the area between two trenches. It was often really muddy and very destroyed by mortar shells, but so it, because it was so muddy, Normal armored cars, which had very thin wheels, would just get stuck in the, uh, mud. And then they would become an easy target for machine guns, infantry, uh, mortars, artillery, and they would just get absolutely obliterated. But, so, this, well, land ship needed to be able to cross no man's land and get into the enemy trenches and then take out the enemies, which were in the trenches. So, the... Landship Committee created multiple different designs, most of which didn't leave the drawing board, but some of them did. And those ones that did, they would create a prototype, and then if it didn't work, they would scrap it. But the parts that would work, they would put into the next design. So eventually, after many, many failed ideas, the uh, Winston Churchill contracted the William and Foster Company, uh, which was an agricultural firm back then. So It was basically a place that created tractors. They were telling them to make a war machine, which is pretty crazy to me. I mean, just think about this. If it's- there's a war going on, some government official comes up into your, uh, place, tells you you need to make a thing which can hold a cannon and a machine gun that can cross a trench. I mean, that's gotta be pretty crazy. Um, so they- created a uh, landship based on american tracks so however didn't really work too well uh mo- many parts didn't uh work so the british designers took the parts that did work and put them on a uh landship another part of the landship which was called a little willy i mean not the little willy this just, just a second it was called the foster's landship but after that they changed it to little willy yeah that's right so the Little Willy was actually a derogatory um, na- nickname for the Crown Prince of Germany at the time, so it was, that's, it was kind of an iron. Uh, it would have been irony, because well, there would have been some serious irony there because imagine a uh, tank pushing through German lines, but it was British. <laughs> so, that, that was just pretty interesting to me, so just wanted to include that in there. But, the design finished at the middle like mid to end of 1915 but by that time a much larger much better uh design which was called the big willy or mark one tank had a much much more was a much much more effective design and had already been developed which was not good for the little willy because the big willy had just taken the spot which little willy would have filled so Little Willy never saw combat for this reason, and it was, there were other reasons, but the main reason was the fact that it wasn't necessary anymore because they had a better design. So, even though Little Willy would never see combat and would never be attacked or fought, or it would b- play a pretty crucial part in the war because it would just train countless drivers to make uh, the other, so to drive the other train, train, tranks? Trank? Not, not, yes, not a, uh, not a tank, it's a trank, train tank, but, so they would get trained on the little willy, so they could then uh, drive the Mark 1s or big willies, and other tanks would come, like the Mark 2, Mark 3, Mark 4, Mark 5, yada, 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 there's lots of different tanks, but so let's go ahead and talk about the armaments and what it had, what it contained, everything the Little Willy would have had. But just keep in mind, since it never saw combat, it never actually had any of the weapons that I'm going to tell you about. Okay? So it had, well it would have had, one Vickers 2-pounder gun. It would have also had one of four of these machine guns, a Maxim, Hodgkiss, Lewis, or Madsen machine gun. It weighed about 16.5 tons, which is almost, like, four elephants, which is pretty crazy. And so, it had a crew of six. It also, um, it could also go about three to five miles per hour. It would hold about 50 gallons of fuel. And it had an armor thickness of about 10 millimeters. They'd hold on on right? Yeah, it had 10mm, milli- that's one centimeter. That's, that's, that's pretty crazy. So, I guess I would have had to fix that if it ever saw combat. But, that's insane. So, the Little Willy was a very boxy tank, like I described just a second ago. If, here, if you take, go ahead and take a book. It's a small book. It it's looks, and then place another book around the same size on it. And then if you take a knife or something, don't do this, but I'm just trying to describe it, and you take about 30 degree angle and just slice it off the front, that was basically what the Little Willy looked like, but with just two tracks on the side. It was very, very boxy, and if you want to look, if you want a more detailed um, image, just go onto your web browser, type in Little Willy Landship, enter, and then go to images, and you can just find hundreds of them, but. So just make sure to uh, check out my website www.historybycharlie.podbean.com. So shout out to Podbean for helping me with this. So, but let's get back on the topic. So the Little Willie paved the way for modern tanks in 1915. The age of tanks was born, and the reason it was born, like I just said, it was had a hope to save lives, which it did a pretty good job of that, and. Many countries would develop tanks of their own. Uh, unfortunately, America never would, so that's sad. But Germany, France, uh, Brit- Britain, not British, would create many, many more. And so I really hope you enjoyed this short, very short history. Um, and I hope to talk to you soon about the Mark I tank. Goodbye. Hope you have a great day. Charlie out.